Welcome to the Encore Entrepreneur Show, where we break through the online noise, trends, and all those fleeting tactics to bring you business guidance that stands the test of time, has been proven to work, and gives you real-world results so that your entrepreneurial journey is as successful as possible. We believe in building businesses from the inside out using values and validation. Learn how to put values and validation to work in your business by joining our free workshop at EncoreEmpire.com forward slash validate. I'm Deidre Harder, a CPA and business strategist. And I'm Carmen Reed Gilkison, a whole person certified coach and business strategist. We're your guides on the side and hosts of the Encore Entrepreneur Show. Let's get started. Deidre and I always want to share the real deal when it comes to building an online business or any kind of business. Being an entrepreneur or a business owner is not easy. And we want to share the good, the bad, and the ugly so that everyone out there listening knows that you're not alone when you experience these things. This is one of our stories of something recently that happened that was not so good. And we hope that by sharing this story, it'll help you realize you're not alone and that this is part of the business growth journey. Enjoy. Today, we are going to be a little bit vulnerable on our podcast, and we're going to talk about something that I don't think enough people talk about in their business. And this was actually a failed launch that we recently had. You know, and I think sometimes in the marketing, and we're doing all of our marketing, we're afraid to talk. We only want to talk about the good things, right? The things that are all the successful things. But I think it's important that we talk about the things that haven't worked for us, because anytime that we have something that doesn't work, it affects us on many levels. I mean, for sure, there are lessons to be learned. And we want to talk about that part of it today. And we also want to talk about the mindset and the emo the, the emotions, the negative feelings that happen when you have something like this happen. And so Carmen, you want to start off with kind of laying the groundwork for how we went into our workshop and what we experienced out of it. Yeah. So if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, let me catch you up to speed a little bit. We have built Encore Empire on doing live events regularly. One of the things that we've done is a weekly live learning. We do that every week and it goes live in our Facebook group and on LinkedIn. We'd love to have you there if you haven't attended one. But the other thing that we've done is we built, we really launched Encore Empire off of workshops. And so the first workshop we did we sold three people into a program we were just have we just had a framework about but we had not built out yet and it worked out great because we got to build our program out with all those people so fast forward and we've run workshops i don't know over 20 times now and we run them every 8 weeks and so january of 2023 was when we had a, I don't even want to say that it's a failed launch because here's what happened. So first of all, let's go I'm backtrack to November of 2022. We had an awesome workshop. We brought on, I think five new clients. Uh, we had the biggest month we'd ever had. And so we were like, yes, you know, we're high off of that going into the holidays. We had time off. We were feeling super great. And we were super excited about our January workshop because we wanted to repeat the 
process, right? Have it be the exact same thing. And because we've been doing this for so long, we fine tune every single time. We know what we're doing. We've done it. We love it. Our clients love it. Our attendees love it. So January was looked promising. We had more registrations than we'd ever had. We had more engagement than we ever had. It was the best workshop we had ever done, bar none. The only problem was we had zero sales from that one. And that was the most deflating thing ever. And it was really like out of the blue, like what just happened? <laughs> I mean, we were like, what just happened? Everything on paper and stats wise, because we're big about tracking stats and you know, making sure we've got our numbers up so we can have the conversions, so we can do the thing. And we teach our clients how to do all this stuff. Well, everything looked awesome. And then it was a big goose egg at the end. So I hate to call it failed because we learned so much from it and it's, it wasn't failing. And I think part of the thing, the reason why we run these over and over again, and we teach our clients to do rinse and repeat processes as well is because you get so good at what you're doing. But what it also does is it teaches you from time to time and overall, like you can't run something once and then decide not to run it again. So this was a bump in the road, but it wasn't really a failure because a lot of the people that went to that one came in and then turned into clients in March. So that's kind of the, the, will set you up for how this all started out. Yeah. And like Carmen said, the, we had just hired someone to give us this beautiful dashboard of all of our KPIs, key performance indicators, you know, metrics around the workshop. We've been building out the metrics that we that we look at every single time. And so we have all this historical data. And so we had just had someone come in, got, got this beautiful dashboard. So we're looking at, you know, the last three launches and we're comparing. And like Carmen said, it was the best one ever. You know, and we we were consistently seeing that our percentage of new clients coming in was directly related to how many registrations that we had and how much engagement we had, how many people were engaging. And so we're tracking all this along. And so, you know, when we're in the workshop, you know, I'm like, this is going to be great. You know, according to our statistics and our historical data, we're going to have five new clients come in or six new clients come in. And then of course, the, at the end, it's like none came in. And for me, this was, this was kind of a major mindset situation for me because here we're teaching metrics. We're teaching, you got to have your statistics together. We just spent all this time getting this great dashboard together. And the first place I think any of our minds go when something like this happens is we're like, what did I do wrong? Right. So we initially blame ourselves. We're like, okay, I'm, it must, it must've been something I've done, you know, something I did wrong. And so I'm, I'm like looking through and going, well, I, I did the checklist that we have. I, you know, did every single thing on the SOP that we have and everyone on our team has done everything that they were supposed to do. And so it leaves you with this feeling of, it's almost like someone pulls the rug out from under you, right? Like you're like at a complete loss. And so emotionally we're like, well, is it just the end of live workshops? You know, like, do we have to like scrap the whole thing, burn it down, start all over, you know, and you're, so your mind goes in all these different places. Carmen and I got together and, you know, we're both like feeling these, we're having this discussion. It's like, you know, here's what I'm feeling. She's like, yeah, I'm feeling the same thing. And so we really had to start there. And I think that's where we all have to start is we have to really assess our mindset. 
and work through the emotions. We can't deny that they're there because they are. That is just part of, it's a part of the whole process in the entrepreneurial journey. You know, our feelings are going to be a part of this. And so we have to work through that first. And then the next part for me was committing to our consistency because we've just because it didn't work this one time, it was a little freaky, but it doesn't mean we have to, you know, that it's the whole thing's not working. So we had to kind of dig deeper and really figure out why was, why did it not work? It wasn't us. It wasn't the model. It wasn't the people that attended, you know, so what was this that happened? And so that's kind of where we started to brainstorm and we, we did it through this debrief and we do the debrief every single time we have an event. And this is why this is so important. Yeah. And when we go back to the mindset piece, it was really, really difficult to work through that because it feels like the end of the world. (laughs) It just feels like, okay, this is it. It, What happened? And And it was so odd because the engagement was the best and the most we'd ever had. The the attendees were the best and the most, you know, I we couldn't have asked for anything more except of course clients at the end. And while we put people before profits, we are in business to make money. So we definitely want to bring on more clients. So it was really, really hard. I remember for the for a couple weeks there, Deidre and I meet every Monday and we do our CEO work together, meaning that we forecast and we work on our business and figure out what do we want to do? How are things going? We look at our metrics, we look at client progress, all that kind of stuff. And so for the, for, I don't know, three or four weeks after that, we really were working hard to shake that negative mindset. And the worst thing was we were psyching ourselves out then because we're like, okay, like we, we do need to feel the thing but we also don't want to be in this negative mindset because we believe so strongly in energy that we're like, because now we're going to be putting that energy out there and then that's going to undermine us as well. So we felt like we were in this vicious cycle and it really was a weird time. I think we both struggled with that, Deirdre. Don't you remember that part? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And I think, you know, for me, part of the freak out was, was knowing that the energy goes out into everything that we do. And because we didn't have clients come in at the launch, we do have a sales process in between to where we are building relationships, nurturing relationships, and having calls with different people who've said, you know, in the past, that you know, I want to work with you, but now's not the right time. So I was working through that too. And actually challenging myself, you know, I thought, okay, so it's time for a sales challenge. Since we didn't have any clients come in through the workshop. Now we have to do it in between. So it was especially difficult for me to shake that feeling and to really get myself into the space of that positive energy that I really needed in order to have those conversations with potential clients. Yeah, it was difficult. And so both of us kept thinking, we have these real feelings, we want to honor these feelings. And we're worried that these feelings are messing us up going forward. So it was really, it was just not a good spot. But that is where that commitment to consistency comes in. Like the reason we teach our clients and we believe so strongly in running something over and over again, and we say either six times or for six months minimum to understand what's going on. Because I remember early on, maybe the first, it it was 20, I think it was 2020 or 2021, one of those years we had gone through the pandemic and then people wanted to, it was summertime. And the online space pretty much went dead because everyone, it was so understandable. Everyone was tired of 
being stuck inside. Everyone wanted to get out, you know, if you think back to that time. So we ran some launches back then too, that didn't get very good results either, but we could chalk it up to that. This one, we couldn't chalk up to that. So it was like, my gosh, well, what is the deal? But we know that, okay, we're not going to put all of our decision basing on one thing, right? Where we can't look at this and say, okay, well, from now on, we have to craft whatever we do based on this one. We do tweak things and we do take into consideration what's going on. And so we had to look at this and, and what was going on in January of 2023 and is still going on a little bit is that the world was heading into or is into a recession. And so people's purse strings were tightened, right? People are holding on tighter to their money. It doesn't mean people aren't buying, but they're a lot more discerning. And so we had to factor that into a lot of different things in our next workshop. We had to think about, okay, if our clients or the, the audience out there is worried about spending money, how do we communicate with them in a way that's gonna help them feel comfortable to do that? Yeah, and so one of the things that, that we came up with is, and, and this was just basically some strategy that we worked through, is that we needed to slightly alter our messaging. And so in the workshop, you know, we're, instead of ignoring that there's a recession or throwing our hands up in the air and going, oh no, it's a recession. We're not going to make any sales. Like we decided to say, how, how can we change our messaging to let people know that we're aware of what's going on and that what our program has to offer is actually the very thing that they need because we're in a recession. You know, when we are in something like this and in an economic downturn, it's affecting every business owner some way, whether you're business to business or business to consumer, everybody is going being more discerning and that sales cycle is getting longer. So it is the time that we, we all have to really take a hard look at our strategy and things that maybe worked before easily, maybe they're not going to work so easily now. And so we have to be able to adjust and be flexible. And one of the big things is messaging. We have to let people know that we, we understand what's going on and it's all going to be fine. And here's why what we have to offer is so important for you right now. And we're teaching our clients the very same thing. And what's interesting is that this works for every single business model, every single client we have, they have to tweak their messaging. And so it doesn't matter who their ideal client is, this messaging of letting them know, you know, yes, we understand where we are, but it's okay. And it's not going to last forever. And here's why, here's the value of what I offer and why it's so important for you to have this right now. That's right. And you really have to get comfortable speaking to your value. And why should someone work with you right now? What is the, there's opportunity cost, right? And there's lost opportunity costs. So if someone decides that they're going to hold on to their money, because that's a knee jerk reaction to what they read in the, in the media, you know, mainstream media is all doom and gloom. So, so if you listen to that a lot, you're going to just be like, oh my gosh, you know, the sky is falling, all that kind of stuff. But we don't want to, we don't want to live or run our businesses by knee jerk reactions. We want to look at what's happening and make it work and figure it out and shift and be flexible. So we always have to work on our mindset and our confidence and be able to convey the value of what it is that we have to offer. So why would someone ask yourself this, why would someone 
want to work with you now versus waiting? If they wait, what happens? What are they missing out on? And we can give a couple examples here, like opportunity costs. If someone needs help with their business and they need to have build out their solid foundation and infrastructure so that they can move forward and earn the money and understand how to do all that and they postpone it, well, for the length of time they're postponing it, they're also losing out on the money that having that knowledge would have given them. And let's take the example of a health coach. If someone postpones investing in their health, well, their health is going to potentially go downhill or they're putting off the ability to do whatever it is that's most important to them. If it's play with their kids, hike a mountain, fit into a little black dress, whatever the thing is, you're just making it harder for yourself by putting it off. And so a lot of this comes from, and this is where that energy piece, why we were so keenly aware of the fact that we were we were like, okay, we have to honor the fact that we're having these feelings, but we don't want to get into this doom and gloom because when you do that, you're feeding the very thing that makes people delay in purchasing. And it's not that everything's about the buck, but it is about the fact that we want to make sure that our energy is adequately and correctly conveying the value that we have to offer and what it is that people need. And so that's what we did. We changed our messaging. And the other thing that we did was we offered a different bonus. We always offer fast action bonuses to create incentive for people to join our program. And we offered one called the sales accelerator so that we could get people making sales as soon as possible. Our goal always is to have people's business pay for itself. So we want people to come in knowing that, you know, if you're going to work with us for a year, it doesn't mean that you have to wait three, four, five, six, or 12 months before you start making money. We want to get you going right from the beginning, right? And so the sales accelerator was also a real great incentive for people. And they were very interested in that. And one of the things that we always like to look at is what is the positive change? And by that, I mean, what is the positive change we can make, but what is the positive change that our potential clients need to make? And so just like Carmen was talking about being able to explain the value and asking yourself, why would someone want to purchase this right now? That when we put off the positive changes in our lives, in our businesses, it puts us back, right? We actually, you don't just stop growing, you actually lose ground. And so you can actually, it's that take one step forward and two step back situation. The other part is if you think about it, if we're in a recession and people are feeling a little unsteady about the economy that's going on, what is the what is the worst thing that they can do? It's to be, keep feeling bad about something, right? It's going to just compound and make things worse. It's the perfect time to make a positive change because it pulls them out of all of that doom and gloom that it's really easy to get sucked into. So when they're focused on the positive change, and that is whatever it is, and as service providers, everything we do creates a positive change, right? It, otherwise, there would be no point for people to even work with us. And so I think that's another thing to keep in mind that you're actually helping them create that positive change, get out of the negative experience. And that right there is going to propel them forward and improve the quality of their life. That's right. And the truth of the matter is that not everyone is negatively impacted. 
no one likes a recession, but it doesn't mean that everybody now is broke and they can't pay for things. So you have to be realistic. You know, yes, certain segments of the population are hit much harder than others, but we don't have to worry about that so much. We just have to continue focusing on serving the people that we serve to the best of our ability and just making sure, like Deidre said earlier, that we're explaining that, yes, the, these times are rocky, you know, or whatever it is. And however that ties into the service you provide or the the offer that you provide, let them know, be transparent, talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it too. I think that's another big piece of this is don't shy away from the elephant in the room, right? Let's talk about the elephant in the room and how can we talk and how can we work with it? And that helps them see things differently as well. Because if the only information that people are getting is from mainstream media, it is, like I said, it's doom and gloom. Another thing that we noticed through this, this period, we, so We've been running these workshops every eight weeks and our workshops are five days long and it it's a big investment of time and energy and we absolutely love them. It energizes us. It does not drain us. So we love that. But there is, there's a lot of ramp up before for promotion and then follow up afterwards. So I'd say five weeks out of the eight in between, we're really focused on the workshop. We do other things, but that's our main focus. But what happened was, so November 2022 was our best month ever. And then we had December and Deidre and I take two weeks off in December, which is fabulous. This was the first year we did that and it was absolutely wonderful. And then here comes January. We're all excited to generate some more revenue and nothing happened. Well, now... We only, we don't have anything going until March, right? So it's January, that didn't work out. It was a bummer. And we're like, okay, well, we've got like eight more weeks now without bringing clients in, except for the work that Deidre was doing on the back end of getting into a, a sales challenge with herself and getting on all these calls. So that highlighted something that it was like a big desert, <laughs> A big desert of time where we could, we, we had to focus again, it, that mindset piece for these eight weeks. I, and I don't think it was a full eight weeks, but at least, I don't know, four of them, we really had to grapple with that. And so we're looking at this and going, well, we don't even have something to really, I mean, we have things to promote, but it's not our live workshops for us getting live in front of people is really where we get our conversions. So what we decided to do after this was create another promotion in the off months that is not a five-day workshop, but it's a masterclass. So this gives us, this helps shore up our plan, our strategy, our whole, you know, revenue and income generating strategy by having something to promote every month that doesn't take the same amount of time as the five-day workshop, but it gets us going and it keeps us generating new leads, getting at, lets us get in front of these people live, which is where the magic happens. We absolutely love it. And they do too. And so that's something that we did. So we're excited to announce that the first masterclass planning for profit is coming on June 7th. So if you're interested in finding out if you're right for that, this is an advanced training and you can learn more by going to EncoreEmpire.com forward slash P4P. But Deidre, did you want to talk a little bit more about why we created this masterclass and not another workshop and all that kind of stuff? Yes, absolutely. So when we were talking about what are we going to do on the in-between, right? And so, of course, we, and we first started going, well, maybe we should do our workshop more often. And I was like, 
oh no, (laughs) that's going to kill us. We can't, you know, because like Carmen said, there's more to it than just the week of the workshop. And, you know, we've been, I'm always paying attention to what our clients are saying and doing and the prospects that I'm on the phone with, our collaboration partners, all the people that I'm talking to. And we have we hear this again and again that, you know, I'm just so busy. I'd really love to join. I know it's really valuable, but I I just don't have time. I just can't devote that much time to something. And so the shorter event was definitely the ticket. Not only did it work for us, it also was going to work for the people who were coming to it. We also decided to do this as an advanced training because there is, depending on the stage of business you're at, and the level of revenue that you're generating. What you are focused on in stage one, and we consider stage one to be up to about 100,000 in revenue. This is, it's a loose definition. It doesn't mean exactly, but in general, when you're getting up at 100,000 or on your way, you know, like you can see it coming in the next few months based on the revenue that you're generating, that everything changes. And there is a new level of, financial savviness that you need in order to successfully move into stage two. And stage two is where we're now talking multiple six figures. So it includes not just financial savviness, but it's also about systems and operations. And the whole lead generation conversion process changes a little bit too, because you have to, you're, you don't have as much time as you had in the beginning, right? Because you're getting more and more clients. And so we really wanted to bring out this advanced training for the service providers who were at or getting close, you know, kind of getting to that hundred thousand dollar mark, because what we found is you can't make massive shifts at that level. Like you can't, you don't have the time, the bandwidth, the energy to make huge changes in what you're doing already. You're already doing things that work, but you just need them to work more, right? Or better. And we oftentimes think, well, that means I need more time. You know, I just have to put more time into it. But what we know to be true is that there are six different cash generation levers that you can pull in your business. And so that's what this masterclass is about. We also have a profit predictor. So this is a calculator that you can see clearly what happens when you, if you pull all the levers, only just a few percentage point, maybe 10%. If you pull them all 10%, you're going to end up with an exponential increase in your revenue. And that is far easier than having to do the big heavy lift of like completely overhauling your lead generation or doubling, you know, how many calls that you're having to convert. So that's why we wanted to bring this out and to show the power of this to help those of you who you're like, okay, I want to make more, but I'm not, I'm just not really sure what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not sure how this is even possible. Well, and you can't keep doing more. That's the other, the truth, right? We, we can, the, the, biggest thing that we can do for ourselves is to build in strategy and systems to our businesses and use the power of rinse and repeat and put things on autopilot as much as possible. And when I say autopilot, I don't mean automations. I don't mean anything like that. I just mean that your system and your process is dialed in. So you don't even have to think about it 
but your business works for you and it does what you want it to do. And then by looking at these six cash and profit generating levers that we're talking about here in the planning for profit masterclass, it shows you how you don't have to work harder. You just have to work smarter. And so we're really excited about it. And we, we invite you to attend, see if it's a fit for you. It is an advanced training. So we are asking that the people who attend are making at least an average of $6,000 per month in their business or more. So that's the caveat there. And again, to join us, you can head over to EncoreEmpire.com forward slash P, the number four and the letter P. So P4P stands for planning for profit. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values, and we need your help to spread the word.